Welcome to the Word in 3D, where we're going deep into God's Word. Hosea 4 and 6 says, My people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected my knowledge, I also reject you as my priest. Because you have ignored the law of your God, I will also ignore your children. We're promoting the Word of God so that there won't be destruction. We're transforming our imagination and gaining an eternal perspective by reading, praying, and reflecting on God's complete word together. Out of depression, into joy. Out of bondage, and walking in freedom. Join us, the word in 3D. Let's go. Today is September 5th, day 2048. Our topic is godly wisdom for your finances. But before we go into that, Let's go before God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day. We thank you for your love, your mercy, your kindness. There is none like you in all the earth. We know and we recognize that you reign above everything and all things. We confess, Lord, that we need you because just as the heavens are higher above the earth, so are your ways higher than our ways and your thoughts higher than our thoughts. So we humbly come before you, taking on your pattern, taking on your way of thinking, asking you to inform us of what we need to do and how we should do it. We thank you for Jesus, who is the wisdom that you gave us, who is our sacrifice, Lord, who is our payment for sin. Because of Jesus, we have a new start. We can come before you as children, not as slaves. Lord, please fill us up with the Holy Spirit. Give us revelation, fresh anointing, Lord, a fresh understanding to go out and bring your kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Nikki Gumbel from the Bible in One Year writes, So much of our world is taken up with thinking, writing, and talking about money, wealth, and riches. The Bible has a great deal to say about these subjects. However, the biblical position is in contrast to that of today's culture. In today's New Testament passage, Paul tells us that the whole point of the incarnation of Jesus was that you might become rich. However, the passages for today totally redefines this world's understanding of the world rich. First point, fasten on your reputation far more than riches. Proverbs 21, verse 27, going to chapter 22, verse 6. The sacrifice of the wicked is detestable. How much more so when brought with evil intent? Those who give false witness will perish, but a careful listener will testify successfully. The wicked put up a bold front, but the upright give thought to their ways. There is no wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but victory rests with the Lord. A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. Rich and poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. The prudent see danger and take refuge, 
But the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages are riches and honor and life. In the paths of the wicked are snares and pitfalls, but those who would preserve their life stay far from them. Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Fasten onto your reputation far more than riches. Nikki Gumbel from the Bible of One Year writes, Reputation is far more important than riches. It is better to do what is right than to make more money by cutting corners. Our culture values those on the rich list far more than those dying of starvation in the poorer parts of the world. But the writer of Proverbs says, The rich and the poor shake hands as equals. God made them both. Verse 2. The way of true riches is humility and the fear of the Lord, verse four, this brings riches and honor in life. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that we just recognize and value the things that are actually valuable and to realize that money, power, sex, all this other stuff is fleeting. But when we are obeying your commands and keeping you first, that you give us everything, everything that we need but you give it to us in the right manner so we don't debilitate ourselves or mutilate ourselves. But you give us these things so that we can have life, an abundant life, and keep going and keep having a happy family and a happy life, Lord, because that truly comes from you. It doesn't come from these temporary highs. But Lord, you give us things that don't destroy us, but gives us everlasting life. So Lord, let us focus on you and put you first in everything we do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Second point, break the bank for the gospel. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1 through 15. And now, brothers and sisters, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches. In the midst of a very severe trial, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability. Entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this service to the Lord's people, and they went beyond our expectations, having given themselves first of all to the Lord. They gave themselves by the will of God also to us. So we urged Titus, just as he had earlier made a beginning, to bring also to completion this act of grace on your part. But since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love we have kindled in you. See that you also excel in this grace of giving. I am not commanding you, but I want to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. And here is my judgment about what is best for you in this matter. Last year you were the first not only to give, but also to have the desire to do so. Now finish the work, so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your completion of it according to your means. For if the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. Our desire is not that others might be relieved while you are hard-pressed, 
but that there might be equality. At the present time, your plenty will supply what they need, so that in turn, their plenty will supply what you need. The goal is equality. As it is written, the one who gathered much did not have too much, and the one who gathered little did not have too little. Thanks be to God who put into the heart of Titus the same concern I have for you. For Titus not only welcomed our appeal, but he is coming to you with much enthusiasm and on his own initiative. And we are sending along with him the brother who is praised by all the churches for his service to the gospel. What is more, he was chosen by the churches to accompany us as we carry the offering, which we administer in order to honor the Lord himself and to show our eagerness to help. We want to avoid any criticism of the way we administer this liberal gift. For we are taking pains to do what is right, not only in the eyes of the Lord, but also in the eyes of others. In addition, we are sending with them our brother, who has often proved to us in many ways that he is zealous, and now even more so because of his great confidence in you. As for Titus, he is my partner and co-worker among you. As for our brothers, they are representatives of the churches and an honor to Christ. Therefore, show these men the proof of your love and the reason for our pride in you so that the churches can see it. Break the bank for the gospel. Nikki Gumbel writes, So many people want to get rich. There are many examples of people going from rags to riches. However, there are few who have deliberately chosen to go from riches to rags. Yet, at the heart of our faith is one who chose to do exactly that. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. This is at the heart of the gospel. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we know that you own everything, and you came from your throne, and as Jesus became a slave and poor so that we can be enriched with life and salvation. Lord, you didn't stay there. <laughs> you didn't stay there. Um, you showed us that there are times that we have to break the bank in order to bring forth riches into people's lives. True riches that reverses the curse and gives life. Lord, let our aim be to do your work and not worry about how much it costs because you paid it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Third point, value God's wisdom over the world's riches. Isaiah 8, verse 11 to chapter 10, verse 19. This is what the Lord says to me with his strong hand upon me, warning me not to follow the way of this people. Do not call conspiracy everything this people calls a conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear, and do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. He will be a holy place for both houses of Israel. He will be a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. And for the people of Jerusalem, he will be a trap and a snare. Many of them will stumble. They will fall and be broken. 
they will be snared and captured. Bind up this testimony of warning and seal up God's instruction among my disciples. I will wait for the Lord, who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob. I will put my trust in him. Here am I, and the children the Lord has given me. We are signs and symbols in Israel from the Lord Almighty who dwells on Mount Zion. When someone tells you to consult mediums and spiritists who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? Consult God's instruction and the testimony of warning. If anyone does not speak according to this word, they have no light of dawn. Distressed and hungry, they will roam through the land. When they are famished, they will become enraged, and looking upward will curse their king and their god. Then they will look toward the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom, and they will be thrust into utter darkness. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest as soldiers rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The Lord has sent a message against Jacob. It will fall on Israel. All the people will know it, Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria, who say with pride and arrogance of heart, The bricks have fallen down, but we will rebuild with dressed stone. The fig trees have been felled, but we will replace them with cedars. But the Lord has strengthened reason's foes against them and has spurred their enemies on. Aramines from the east and Philistines from the west have devoured Israel with open mouth. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. But the people have not returned to him who struck them, nor have they sought the Lord Almighty. So the Lord will cut off from Israel both head and tail, both palm branch and reed in a single day. The elders and dignitaries are the head, the prophets who teach lies.
are the tale. Those who guide this people mislead them, and those who are guided are led astray. Therefore, the Lord will take no pleasure in the young men, nor will he pity the fatherless and widows, for everyone is ungodly and wicked. Every mouth speaks folly. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Surely, wickedness burns like a fire. It consumes briars and thorns. It sets the forest thickets ablaze so that it rolls upward in a column of smoke. By the wrath of the Lord Almighty, the land will be scorched and the people will be fuel for the fire. They will not spare each other. On the right, they will devour, but still be hungry. On the left, they will eat, but not be satisfied. They will all feed on the flesh of their own offspring. Manasseh will feed on Ephraim, and Ephraim on Manasseh. Together, they will turn against Judah. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Woe to those who make unjust laws, to those who issue oppressive decrees to deprive the poor of their rights and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people, making widows their prey and robbing the fatherless. What will you do on the day of reckoning when disaster comes from afar? To whom will you run for help? Where will you leave your riches? Nothing will remain but to cringe among the captives or fall among the slain. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Woe to the Assyrian, the rot of my anger, in whose hand is the club of my wrath. I send him against a godless nation, I dispatch him against the people who anger me, to seize loot and snatch plunder, and to trample them down like mud in the streets. But this is not what he intends. This is not what he has in mind. His purpose is to destroy, to put an end to many nations. Are not my commanders all kings? He says. Has not Calno fared like Carchemish? Is not Hamath like Arpad? And Samaria like Damascus? As my hand seized the kingdoms of the idols, kingdoms whose images excelled those of Jerusalem and Samaria, shall I not deal with Jerusalem and her images as I dealt with Samaria and her idols? When the Lord has finished all his work against Mount Zion and Jerusalem, he will say, I will punish the king of Assyria for the willful pride of his heart and the haughty look in his eyes. For he says, By the strength of my hand I have done this, and by my wisdom, because I have understanding. I removed the boundaries of nations. I plundered their treasures. Like a mighty one, I subdued their kings. As one reaches into a nest, so my hand reached for the wealth of the nations. As people gather abandoned eggs, so I gathered all the countries. Not one flapped a wing or opened his mouth to chirp. Does the axe raise itself above the one who swings it? Or the saw boast against the one who uses it? as if a rod were to wield the person who lifts it up, or a club brandish one who is not wood. Therefore, the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will send a wasting disease upon his sturdy warriors. 
Under his pomp, a fire will be kindled like a blazing flame. The light of Israel will become a fire, their holy one a flame. In a single day, it will burn and consume his thorns and his briars, the splendor of his forests and fertile fields. It will completely destroy, as when sick people waste away and the remaining trees of his forests will be so few. Value God's wisdom over the world's riches. The more you allow the rule of Jesus in your life, the more he directs your plans, decisions, conversations, and thoughts, the wiser you will become. And instead of being taken over by fear, the more you will experience his peace. Peace does not come from money, riches, success, promotion, clothes, or diamonds. It comes from living under the rule of Jesus and justice and righteousness, following his example of rich generosity. Let's pray. Dear God, you are the originator of everything that is good. Everything that we experience in this life that is good, it came from you. When we get into our hearts and minds that walking in your pattern, walking in your way, that we become people of value. We become people that can create something out of nothing because we have your heart and mind inside of us. Let us not become idle. Let us not worship idols and become idle. <laughs> Let us not worship the things that cannot do what you can do. Let us set you apart as the regal and only bow down to the real one, which is you. You are the realist. Dear Heavenly Father, help our hearts to align with what you are doing in this time, in this moment, Lord because it is you <laughs> we can't boast it is you who are using us to bring about change we cannot boast we are not we are not but uh, nothing but a tool in your hand to do your work we can't boast as the scripture says does the axe boast oh look at me i did this right no we are in your hands and so dear heavenly father help us to hold loosely to material wealth and hold tightly to your wisdom. We thank you, we praise you, and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, so thanks for joining Word in 3D. I wanna hear from you. What stood out to you in this whole lesson? What inspiration did you get from this? And what type of instructions did you get? Create a one minute video with a response, and we're gonna be playing it on our next uh, Word in 3D intro. With that said, I want to give a shout out to you generous givers um, who support Word in 3D. Adam Takeda, Shannon and Joe Lewis, Jody and Dan Mayhew, Aaron and Paola Scott, Sophia Williams, Troy Olson, David Kamara, Jesse Miller, Nehemiah Tracy, Charles Mays, Katie Randall, Eddie and Mina Jones, and Lawrence Webb. So again, shoot a video of what stood out to you what inspiration did you get from this and what instructions did you get from this uh whole thing pick one thing shoot it to me one minute video thanks for joining word in 3d the weekend to go version we're going deep into god's word and i will see you guys monday <laughs>